This is Hounds of Horror with Max. What is a non-fatal murder? <laughs> Victor. No, you're no, stupid. It doesn't matter how close you live to your house. But anyway. <laughs> and Kitty. A That's lot. a lot of words for I'm trying something instead of porn. <laughs> I'm Victor. I'm Max. And I'm Kitty. And this is our weekly podcast, Towns of Horror, where we get together and talk about scary shit. Mostly mm-hmm. movies. We have some scary shit tonight. Scary shits. <laughs> They're all scary. Max has that every time he comes over. I know. <laughs> <laughs> It's called terror diarrhea. <laughs> I didn't even eat anything spicy today. Satanophobia. 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 I don't think that means much. Needs much description. Nope. <laughs> all right. So this so week, Look at all my notes. we watched about. Good, you took enough notes for the three. <laughs> well, it was a found footage movie, so I took a lot of freaking notes. This week we watched. Paranormal activity. Paranormal activity. Not, Not to, to be, be confused, confused with, with paranormal. <laughs> Paranorman. Or normal activity. <laughs> um, it, it is was, a found footage movie. Yes, that came out in 2007. This is our second movie that we've done that came out in 2007. Must have been a good year. Do you know what the other one was? Pop quiz. Oh, shoot. Was it 30 Days of Night? It sure was. Yeah. <laughs> I was not even close. What was your guess? Uh, I didn't have one. I was just rummaging through my catalog. I guess that wouldn't make you close. <laughs> it was written and directed by Oren Pelly or Pele. <laughs> it was produced Pele. by Oren Pelly, Jason Blum, and Steven Schneider. And I think I already told you. Max, do you have a guess as to what the budget for this movie was? Cheap. I actually guessed three million. Pretty close. Fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand dollars. I guess twenty thousand dollars. Well, I guess three million just now. Yeah, I, we heard. <laughs> I was way. Off. It was recorded for posterity. <laughs> Whenever I was, they probably spent that money on renting the camera. <laughs> Whenever yeah. I was first looking at this, so anyway, <laughs> when I was first looking it up, I looked up Paranormal Activity to just to see what the budget was, and it brought up the entire franchise. So it was like twenty eight point zero one five million dollars, and I was like. No. Yeah, no. she said that to me and I said, <laughs> no. Not for the first one. No. Um, but I think I read that it actually, at the box office, it made $193 million. Yeah, it was a hugely wow. successful So, movie. between the four actors that were in it and, like, the three producers, like, they made that much money? That's insane. It's insanity. That's a pretty good investment for $15,000. Yeah. And it will never happen again. No, they keep trying to make it happen again, though. Yes, and we're going to get into that. But <sighs> And I, I want to say right up, up front, this was a found footage movie. I don't like found footage movies. You, you already said that it was a found footage movie. Well, I'm saying it again. And I'm explaining. <laughs> I have a ton of notes because I hate found footage movies. This movie, to me... How about we wait till the end before we give our opinion? <laughs> I can do it right now. 
<laughs> we have about an hour and a half of discussion before we get to your opinion. So there's we're, that cliffhanger for you. <laughs> oh no, we I I got notes, man. We're he does. Yeah, listeners, I can confirm he does. Have it's notes. just every little thing irritated me in this movie. There's a lot. The horror in this movie was exquisite. Yes. <laughs> the rest of it was a bunch of bungus. There is a good amount of bungus. <laughs> there is. So. All right. That's where I'm coming from right. for this podcast. So, 2007, Paranormal Activity. Do you have actor shit? Are we, gonna talk about <laughs> we have Katie Featherston playing Katie Featherston and Mika Sloat playing Mika Sloat. That's it. I don't care about the other ones. And they weren't ever in anything else. <laughs> they, they were credited <laughs> in the other Paranormal yes. movies. And well... I, Mika Sloat was in some Superman movie, like the death and return of Superman or something. Um, and Katie was actually in an episode of Big Little Lies. So uh, it's a Reese Witherspoon show that's on HBO. Mm, that's why I've never seen it. Is she like actually <laughs> an actress? I don't mean that to be offensive, but I mean, like, does she? <laughs> I, that's like to... really. I mean, she's been in a couple of other things, but that's the only other thing of note that she's actually been in. She's been a couple of, in a couple of other things. She shot herself at home. <laughs> Perry Silton <clears throat> style. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's okay. Are you going to give us a synopsis there, Kitty? Uh, I forgot about the part. That is something that I normally do. Okay. Yeah. I forget what the movie was about. Once again, <laughs> I am the dumbest and also the most professional. <laughs> <laughs> so it takes place in a place. A place. A place. That is not Detroit. Uh, in the San Diego. That's kind of seemed like Yeah. That. In the home of Mika and Katie, they have just moved in with each other, and Katie has had a malevolent entity that has been following her around since she was eight years old. And this is them not dealing with it. Yeah. <laughs> this, is what, this is them, like, metaphorically throwing rocks at it and poking it with a stick. I don't think their relationship would have worked out in the end. Because the moment they're met with crisis, like... It's suddenly found footage bullshit, you know. People <laughs> screaming at each other. And a lot of reasons why this wouldn't have went well. <laughs> Respect, uh, listening to each other, communication, trust. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, the, my first note is just that this movie... <sighs> Quit sighing into the microphone. <sighs> <sighs> we need to get pop filters on these, but... <laughs> My first note is that this movie is paced almost perfectly. I think that if the things in between scary things were worth watching, it would be paced perfectly. <laughs> okay, I agree with that statement. I, going back and watching this movie, this movie terrified me when I was whatever age I was when I saw it. 16. Younger. younger. And I remember being really freaked out, and I'm still freaked out about it now. Like, I am. But I also notice a lot more of it that I didn't don't like like I, it bothers me a lot like there's just a lot of not just tropes but just like really stupid logic weird dialogue that doesn't make sense motivations are weird like there's a lot in this movie that i thought we were waiting till the end to give our opinions <laughs> my first note is everybody Wait. with a camera in these stupid found footage movies is so pushy with the fucking camera it's in everybody's face at all yeah. moments like, nobody would like that. No. <laughs> Especially living in your own house. Yes. Like, it's one thing if you if you sign up for it, like, if you're going to be part of, like, a documentary or something. That's the point of a documentary. But even in the Blair Witch Project, even after it stopped being a documentary and they're just trying to survive the Blair Witch, like, that camera is in everybody's face all the time. Yeah. 
In fact, the one character in that movie actually makes fun of the girl who's had it in their faces the whole time by doing that to her mm-hmm. and makes her cry. Yeah, good. <laughs> I, yeah, I was happy when she cried in that movie. I'm like, you deserve it. Um, so, listeners, as you well know, um, Max and I are not typically fans of found footage movies. I believe that Kitty is kind of hit or miss with them. but I still refuse to watch Cloverfield. It's Cloverfield is found footage and aliens, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I won't ever watch that. I watched the Cloverfield Paradox, and that made me completely uninterested in the rest of the series. So, <laughs> well, it's fine because you apparently don't remember it. We actually watched it together like seventeen years ago. So I don't fine. remember. Yep. That's fine. <laughs> that... Was I drinking? Probably. <laughs> it was a dream sequence. You always miss those. Um, but yeah, so there are very few exceptions. You'll hear about them on this podcast. This is one of them, um, but maybe not. What's we'll the see. one we did? What as lies beneath? So oh, as above, so below. That's right. <laughs> More what lies beneath. <laughs> Wasn't what lies beneath the Harrison Ford movie? <laughs> I think it's that video game I sent you guys that picture of. What lies beneath? That's horribly terrifying. It sounds like a horror title. It, what lies beneath was a 2000 film starring Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Check out the, the game, like what lies beneath game. It's mm. called Just Lies Beneath. Not what lies beneath. Lies beneath. Lies beneath. Huh. I mean, it's been a while since I played it because it was whenever, too scary. Whenever you say that without saying what first lies beneath, it sounds like a French town somewhere. Lies from lies beneath. Lies beneath. It does. <laughs> it's kind of like Ibiza. <laughs> oh, I can speak French, by the way. Blue is bleu. <laughs> <laughs> he learned that from a baby Einstein game. <laughs> Okay, so, yes. My next note is they have a bottle of yellowtail wine with the kangaroo on it. With the kangaroo hop hop. Mm -hmm. You guys are such alcoholics. So I'm really not interested. You're a teetotaler. I just like kangaroos. Not really. So, so the movie starts out with Mika with the camera. It's a found footage movie, so everything has to start out with a handheld camera. With Mika, him? who can't seem to shut his mouth the whole way at any point in the whole no, movie. No, ever. Yeah. It's always hanging open all wet. Mouth breather. Um, I have a note in here. Some, like, he needs to close his mouth the whole way. He needs to move his mouth more when he talks. Is what and like, these found footage movies, like, we'll have to make a trope like meter for them. But I swear, most of them start with the person who's going to be filming, filming themselves in the mirror holding the camera. Just like we needed to know that the person who's filming it is the person who's filming. Yeah, like we need to see them. Like, uh, whatever. And then he goes and looks outside as Katie's coming home. He got a phone call from her, I think, yeah. as she was on her way home. And then he like walked outside and she pulls up in her little convertible and they live in one of those <laughs> McMansion places, like yeah. the, the ones where they put them up in like, three days. Sure. And I guess. Uh, <laughs> it probably costs million dollars because it's in california and california is hella expensive how did she afford that car he's a day trader yeah Yeah, whatever that means (laughs) (laughs) how much you spend on that camera about half as much as i made today that doesn't answer anything no No. that answers zero questions and how many people did you kill about as half as many as i did yesterday Yeah, she asks him how much the camera cost, and he never gives her a straight answer. I'm guessing about $15,000. Probably. <laughs> and if he makes $30,000 a day day trading, that probably pays for half of his mortgage in a month. <laughs> so. so, 
he says that he explains that it was half as much as he made or whatever bullshit. And she says, you're lucky you're cute. And I'm sorry. I, I'm perfectly willing to rate, give people my expertise on whether or not I find someone attractive. And I don't think he's attractive. I don't think he's Mm-mm. cute. I don't think that he's cute. It looks all. like his mom cut his hair. It. He's just, <laughs> that immediately makes him unattractive. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's horrible looking. I, didn't say I that. think that they're both, they're very normal people. They're beautifully average people. <laughs> <laughs> they look like someone you could have gone to high school with. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then again, she, I guess that's part of the point. Maybe, yeah, it is. But she looks like a hunbot, like one of those girls that slides into your DMs going, hey, do you want to buy some of this shake that hasn't been approved by the FDA, but it'll make you lose 17 pounds in two days? Oh, because hunbot. Yes. Because they always slides into your DMs. They slide into your DMs. They, they slide in there. What is she talking Direct about? messages. Oh. Keep up. Mr. I don't have I social don't. media. No, I'm still writing on a rock with a chisel. Like, <laughs> But they, they slide into your DMs with, hey, hun, I have this new product that I want to shove in your face. That's... I thought you meant it was like Attila the Hun had like gotten updated. <laughs> like no, that's what they call people that try to sell you non-FDA approved supplements to make you lose weight. Okay. <laughs> sure. But that's part of this movie's. Um, that's one of the things this movie gets right is that these actors are average in the I mean that the most respectful way possible I don't think they tried to get it right I think it just was that way because they were like we got $15,000 let's rent this camera and make this movie let's pretend they had to spend like sister and see if she wants to be in a movie (laughs) let's pretend that this was their intent but it is and maybe that's just an accident but either way that's one I hope they were brother and sister they had some intimate moments (laughs) Oh, no nudity or anything, but no, I mean, no, no, like... no, I didn't mean, I didn't mean for the actor to call up his sister. I meant one of the other producers ah, to call gotcha. up their sister. Come on, college buds who brought their suits to the film. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I that's one of the things this movie, whether intentionally or not, gets right is that these these actors are they are no name actors that you've never seen in anything, and you probably won't ever see in anything else, and that works because you're able to identify with these average again in the most respectful way possible actors and that's one of the things this movie gets right is that you do really feel like this is a this could be a real thing because it's just really down to earth and that horse dead yet the fact that they weren't really in anything else except for the other paranormal activity movies like for a long time and one superman and one superman and big little lies just one superman actually (laughs) (laughs) they give you a little bit of exposition in the beginning where Katie and Mika are talking about how they've Katie's had these weird goings on happening around her. Ooh, goings on. And so mm. Mika goes out and buys this camera that costs half as much as he makes in a day. <laughs> and anywhere between five and fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Yes. And, and it's not a very good camera either. I mean I'm sure for the time it was pretty decent. What's the but... thing? Oh and he bought a firewire. He didn't buy a firewire. Probably came with a firewire. Okay, just for all of you aspiring um, movie makers out there, first of all, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast if you're looking for advice. But I'm going to give you some anyway. Don't make a big deal about current technology in your movie because it will make it feel really dated. Like mm-hmm. calling something firewire, a technology that we don't use anymore. He yeah. kept making a huge deal about it. Yeah, like every like, chance he got, he was like, "I got this firewire. There's a firewire here. I got it hooked up to a firewire." Yeah, he talked about like his camera setup and the the lights and like his 
it would have made more sense, and I don't know why, I guess just a, little, a lot of shortcomings in this movie, if they would have said that he was like an audio producer or something, because he's got a guitar, he's got a pretty decent... Um, he's a day trader. I know. <laughs> he <laughs> trades <that> days. <laughs> um, that would be cool, though. Because it's the time difference. You could, like, sell... I don't know. What? Come back to us, Come back <laughs> But, like, why, why can't they just say he was like an audio engineer, or like a sound producer, or something like that? Like, I'm, even just... Whatever. It would have made a whole lot more sense for him to be more into this. He was, in this case, he was just a, a day trader with a lot of money who was really excited about tech and bought it for this reason. I know a couple people, though, who when they get into something, they really get into it. And so if they think about something half a second, they're like, OK, I'm going to go buy this camera and then I'm going to go buy all this other equipment and I'm going to figure all this shit out and I'm going to do these things. She's talking me. about me. I'm one of those people. But... I have a relative like that. <laughs> we all have a relative like that. And if you like don't have a relative a like that, you are camera, that person. And he's got like a case full of like different lenses, like his yeah. wide view. And like this one that looks like it shoots. And they, they talk about it like, yeah, this is my 720-972-SF960. <laughs> and I'm going to put it on here. And it's going to take a slightly better picture than the other lens that came with the camera. But you have to hold still because it needs an exposure. And then... <laughs> oh, we... the battery's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know that person who gets yeah. super obsessed with something and goes out and buys all the shit for it. <laughs> but yeah, he's walking around and he's doing video stuff and again that's another it's not quite as often because it's just gross and weird in the sense we don't need to see it in this movie another trope for these movies is the guy with the camera especially if it's in this setting like we can film ourselves having sex i don't i don't i didn't come here for this (laughs) when are you guys gonna start getting haunted because i mean i could stand to hear more but (laughs) hear or see uh either i guess (laughs) Here's the thing about porn. You shouldn't make your own. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to see yourself in that light. I promise. (laughs) Oh, but they, (laughs) they end up the first night. Does anything happen the first night? Yes. I have notes. The door creaks. I got notes. A shwee bit. (laughs) That's not what happens the first night. The first night, well, I don't know what happens the first night, but I know the results of it. Her keys are laying in the floor. Oh, yeah. The door. It's all like... um, My question is, is she making fishing lures? She looks like she's making fishing (laughs) lures. Oh, that was... Like fly fishing. She's making jewelry. Um, Prove it. We will go back and look, but she's definitely making jewelry. People making fly fishing lures look like they're doing the exact same thing. With a little piece of wire with needle nose pliers just... I hear both sides of this argument, and I gotta say I'm compelled both ways. That's all. She's a student, but she spends all of her time... In one scene, she has knitting needles and a thing of yarn, and then in another scene, she's making jewelry. I wonder what was sitting in her fucking nightstand. It was the fucking ball of yarn and her needles. Hey, it worked out for Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Oh, my God. At one point, she had some shit knitted. And then in a And then the scenes, demon unraveled yeah, it. Yeah, a few scenes later, it's just a ball of yarn. What's going on? I had this knitted last night. Hey, whatever, babe. I'm going to go play my guitar. Let me show this camera in your face quick, thanks. Yeah, so my next note after that is, I hate the night noises. That disturbed me more than anything else in this whole movie. Yeah. There's about 15 minutes of this movie that scared the crap out of me. Yeah. And it's that night bullshit, and they never shut their door. Yeah. The next morning... Did you move my keys? In this movie, 
I'm sure I have other notes about it, but they draw so much attention to shit that nobody would have noticed. If I'd walk downstairs and my keys were on the floor, I'd be like, oh, fucking drop my keys. Yeah. I would notice if my keys were on the floor. Mostly because I have children and my keys have pepper spray on them. But would you think a demon was... Why would you... Did you move my keys? Did you move my keys? My keys weren't here. I put them here when I got back. I might be. If I hung... Because we have a little hook right inside the door. If I hung it up there, then I would I would wire my keys on the floor. All right, I personally would. But I also have this weird photographic memory for every object that's in this house. Vickle asked me where something is. Yeah, it's underneath of this ball of lint. If you just look a little to the left. And so I know where things are in this house, even though it's a constant disaster. It's my ball here. of yarn. When did you take up knitting? <laughs> She's in hobby class, is what she is. <laughs> The only thing I freak out about losing is my phone. And I only freak out about it when I'm talking on it. Yes. Because I'll be talking on it and then I'll touch the pocket where I keep it. Oh, shit. Where's my Can you call my phone? (laughs) Yeah, hang on. Let me hang on. (laughs) Um, So there's just, there's, like I said, going back and watching this again, I hadn't seen it in probably 10 years. And going back and watching it again, man, there are some things that fall apart for me. And his, her ability to latch on to the weirdest little things and his ability to talk anything, anything down as being, yeah, not even not, he doesn't even come up with a logical explanation. He just <laughs> pretends it didn't fucking happen. If a, he is the ultimate gaslighting husband in all of the movies. They have bad. video evidence. Yeah. They have video evidence, and he's like, oh, it's n- nothing. It's nothing. And then she calls <laughs> she calls the psychic, Mr. Fredericks, or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, I, I didn't write his name. Um, right. That's after the door moves. She calls him, and <laughs> he is about to come over, and she's, Mika's going to be really excited about this. And I couldn't tell if it was sarcasm or not, and it definitely was, because mm. then he was, duh, this fucker. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah and he keeps saying i'm researching it i'm gonna handle it and he's not doing anything he doesn't do any research all except he does is like, what she told him not to do that's all he ever does it's no wonder she has no faith in him to fix this yeah <laughs> the sink's leaking and your partner was don't don't do anything i'll fix it now i'll call a plumber and he's like no don't call a plumber and he starts they start getting mad at you and i'm gonna research it and i'm gonna fix it it turns out if i put silly putty down the drain <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be fine. It's fine. Honey, I called the plumber and they said not to put silly putty down the drain. I'm doing it anyway. What do they know? <laughs> They're a bunch of freaks. <laughs> the thing that bothers me is that he, he's constantly proving the validity of the footage that he's getting while also delegitimizing it every yeah. chance. The windows weren't open. The air wasn't on. There's no air currents in here. And then he goes over and he moves the door and he's like, I guess presumably showing us that it's too heavy to be moved by like a slight current. And then he's like, well, it's so weird. It moves one way, it moves back the other way. And it never happens again or ap- like doesn't happen like that presumably before then. So it seems like he's making his own point. And then he's just discounts it completely. I it's just, not that big of a deal. It's just a little ghosty. It's not a problem. There's so many times in this movie where logic just... it. <sighs> It's like a sine wave. Looking at the sine wave, the up and down, someone being like, it's real, it's not. It's real, it's not. It's real, it's not. Like, <laughs> constantly. And her being like, I'm terrified, I'm not. I'm terrified, I'm not. I don't trust him, now I do. I don't trust him, now I do. I don't want to talk about the Ouija board, now I do. Constantly. <laughs> so she gets the psychic to come out, and for some reason he agrees to the psychic, and the psychic comes out, it's demons. <laughs> and <Yep>. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my area of expertise, give me $500. Mika's like, can you predict the future? Is that something you can do? Yeah. 
Oh my god. And the guy is a very doctorly. <laughs> yeah. Would yeah, he he's... know about traffic before it happened if <laughs> he's psychic? Now, I didn't go to high school, but he reminds me of like, any high school teacher. Yeah. Like, or he doctor. Just, yeah, he just had that kind of vibe about him. He has like, a very bedside manner. A very nice. I guess anybody has a bedside manner. It just depends how good or bad it is. He had a very doctorly <laughs> bedside manner, is what you meant, totally. <laughs> but yeah, so he he's he walks around the house for a bit and he's like, oh, okay, that's really interesting. She's going to be haunted like, by this demon me. forever unless. <laughs> She dies. <laughs> and he actually kind of makes her feel better about it. Yeah, you got to call this demonologist and... His name is Johan. Yes. <laughs> Johan. Yeah. Johan. And... John Jacob Jinglehammer. At a university, and he's a demonologist. Yes. Demonologist. I'm not doing the math on that. So he calls the demonologist. She call Or no, she doesn't call the demonologist. No, she doesn't. No, because, Mika convinces her not. Nope, I'll deal with it. I'll research it. I'll take care of it. And he does the most minute amount of research possible and finds one other girl that this happened to <laughs> in the 1960s. <laughs> yeah, the the only thing he did do was leaf through that book of demons. Yes. And one of those pages said, Ego sum papa, which is I am papa. In which Latin. is also a porn. <laughs> I mean, yes. What's the rule? It's something, if it exists, there's porn of it. I figure yes. what the rule is. Or, well, I am the fa- I am father, the father. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he finds this this website about this girl in the 1960s who had a similar affliction, who had all the same things happen whoa, whoa, to her. Whoa, whoa, you're jumping way far ahead. That's not until way later. Kind of. the results yeah, of the Ouija board. Oh, really? Because that's where he gets it from. He says, I searched oh, up. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Yep, I was jumping. I was skipping ahead. <sighs> I was jumping. I was jumping. Uh, I forget which night it was, but there's a noise downstairs. Yes. And Mika goes down there. And I I get tired of her begging him not to do stuff and him doing stuff. Yes. I'm tired of her whining about it and I'm tired of him ignoring her. Both of them. She's always like, Mika, please don't, don't, don't do this. Don't do that. And he's like, I won't. I'm just, I'm I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. (laughs) And he does this thing. He walks downstairs. Is somebody there? Hello? Who's going to fucking answer that? (laughs) Who's there? All right. I've said it before. And Max and I have a mutual friend that we grew up with together who anytime that he thought there was someone in a space that may have been trying to, that meant him harm, he would say, is there anyone there? I have a gun, which is the most legitimate way to handle that situation because people aren't going to respond if you go, is there anyone there? And they're there to hurt you. They're not going to go, yeah, it's me. I'm Marvin. I'm a serial killer. I'm right here. Here's me with my girl bar. (laughs) Coincidence? She tells him the story, like, I think while the, the psychic's there, she tells the story about her house burning down when she was yes. a kid, and they mm. lost everything mm. in the house, um, which Not is a... Not everything. Semi-major plot Evidently. point. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> also, just real quick, her being, I'm not saying it was involved with this demon, was like, wink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it. There's heavy implications. Because we as film, like we as viewers aren't smart enough to pick up on that later on. We had to been told like I'm not saying this thing. And hold your hand and lead you to this conclusion. That's my note here. Is it takes this movie so long to ramp up? It does. It does. And that's why you were talking about the the. Pacing. pacing of the movie no way like no <laughs> the little creepy things that happen earlier on in the movie are really good the yes. low humming noise that shows up when it shows up yes i don't like Mm-mm. oh 
Well, you don't like because you don't like it or because it upsets you? It's um, it's creepy. It's upsetting. It does its intended effect. Yes. Right? We have to make that distinction. <laughs> those, those parts at night, yeah. when it's like night 13 and the camera's in their bedroom, those are the only parts of the movie I like. Yes. <laughs> it took exactly three weeks. Did you notice that? It was like day 21 whenever. Well, isn't, no, it's six. It was going to say isn't three like a, a number associated with demons, but that's. It's three halfway is associated God's with thing. demons. <laughs> So three and seven are God's things. Six oh, is what the devil can Okay, yeah. so... I don't know why, but... It's a, it's my hearing's not good. Okay. I couldn't hear the thumping. Sometimes it was really low. Some It was very soft sometimes. Okay. Uh, especially in the beginning. Because that's that's another thing that I... Whether intentionally or not, this movie gets right, is that a, a lot of times, in a lot of different lores, the idea is that these entities, these creatures, ghosts, demons, whatever, they only have enough ability Juice. or power or whatever... <laughs> The power thirst juice. Um, <laughs> demons. Raw demons. Um, they only have enough to enact certain things on people. Sometimes it's just a, you know, moving a door a little bit or making a, a light tapping sound. But as people start getting more concerned, they start negative energy starts to build. And they say that in this movie, they get more powerful and they can do more things. So that's one thing that if what we saw in between the scary parts was better, the pacing in this would be awesome. But unfortunately, it's just not that great. Mika's tests are pretty good. Like, I like the the baby powder on the floor. He did the EVP test, but still, like, some like of the an things... idiot. Yeah. Some of the things he does, like, the tests are pretty good. Look up at my nose hairs. This is Mika testing EVP. Was that you, Granton? <laughs> I don't know why I make him sound like nothing. Like he's kind of nasally and like... Don't remember what he sounds like, so I have to make up things in my head. It just sounds like someone who doesn't move their mouth very much when they talk. <laughs> this, like, it's just kind of stuck like this, and the <laughs> stuff starts to get real. Where, like, that's when the door moves and things start to get a little bit more intense. Was that night oh. thirteen? I believe so. And she promises him, she makes him promise not to go out and get a Ouija board because yeah. he talks to the psychic and he says, "So I could communicate with this thing with a Ouija board, right?" And the psychic's like. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't ever do that. Don't mess with Ouija boards. Ever. You don't know what you're doing. Anyway. And fire. <laughs> and fire. <laughs> Ouija boards and fire. Those rules apply both to both. <laughs> as soon as the psychic leaves, I'm getting a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And Katie's like, you're not getting a Ouija board. Promise me you're not going to buy a Ouija board. And he says, I promise I won't buy a Ouija board. But then he borrows one from a friend, somehow thinking that she wouldn't be super pissed off about that. Yeah. <laughs> Some people just live for finding loopholes and things. Mm. Have you ever met a person like that where like that mm-hmm. their only existence <laughs> is to find loopholes and They're things? They're called lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> they make a fortune no. finding loopholes. Don't say that. <laughs> it was it was a joke. I, I think I know a lawyer maybe. You do. I, I do. Oh, yeah, I actually have an indirect relative who's a lawyer who's pretty great sometimes. We should just cut all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, All right. Kathy, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a little bit. You're kind of mean sometimes. <laughs> I there's definitely a thing about lawyers. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. Oh, but hang on. Now before we get too far here, hang on now, before the Ouija board. Now once Ouija board. Ouija board. I believe night thirteen happened before that, and that was my favorite night. Uh, it happened before the door. The that Ouija was board? the door. That no, no, was no, no. the door. Night thirteen. Night was thirteen the door. was the door. Okay. Because he puts down the baby powder. No, not yet. Which one's the one where the door slams? Uh, that might it, have been night thirteen, but the one with the door is just the door subtly creaking open and creaking closed, and that's the first time they get something tangible on camera. And then 
There is a night where the door, I think the door slams without the baby powder. Yes. Well, I think that's night 13. Getting out of the bed and it's like, thump, 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 thump. Not, 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 I wanted to talk about it. Well, it's my favorite night. Whatever. So what was your favorite <laughs> night? I don't even care. I don't even care. You know, my favorite night is when they're sleeping, like they always do. And you hear the thing coming up the stairs. Oh, that's right. It's slowly. the slow thump, thump. Yeah. yeah. It's just, you can hear it walking. And it comes into the room. I guess it's standing there staring at them. And they, I guess they heard it coming up the stairs. Yeah. And Mika starts to get up. And all of a sudden you hear, thump, 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 thump. And then the door slams like it ran out. That, yeah. if that had happened to me, I would have been, I don't know. Yeah. I would have flipped a brick over that. And then, <laughs> I am getting out of this house right fucking now. Yeah. I think what triggered him to get the Ouija board was, besides him being an asshat, was <laughs> Katie waking up the one night and standing next to their bed staring at him. Yeah. That is also creepy. But he does walk around with the EVP and he asks it a bunch of questions or the microphone and he listens to the EVP later on. And he, he's the one question he asks is, would you be better? Would you want to contact me or would you be more willing to talk if I had the Ouija board? Oh, goes, that, that was the trigger. It goes... Yeah, and he's like, yeah it mutters like, something. Um, but my favorite night, that's a good night, Max, and I, that would be freaky. Mm-hmm. But my favorite night Whatever. happens before that. <laughs> I believe, where he's taunting it. Is that all you got? Give me something real. And, and that's specifically what the, the doctor psychic guy told him not to do. Mm-hmm. Teacher doctor psychic. <laughs> he and said, don't aggravate it. Yes. And he does exactly that. And <laughs> He goes all ghost adventurers on yeah. it. <laughs> hey, you demons, it's your boy. It's your boy. <laughs> Son of the damned up in here. <laughs> like, then they go back to bed. And they hear some thumping downstairs, and she's like, do you hear that? And he's like, yeah, I don't Like, they're listening for it. It gets really quiet. You get really close because you're listening, and there's, like, really low thumps. And then there is that horrifying oh scream. Oh, yeah, the screech and thing. And that, that sound design is really good. Like, it's so subtle, but it's really good. What? There's a bang. You don't, like, the camera doesn't really move, but the sound design is really good, and, like, their reactions are really good. And that's the one where they go downstairs, yeah. and the chandeliers swaying mm-hmm. gently side to side. And she even said, and again, it's followed by the dialogue that I hate in this movie, because the next morning, or maybe even that night when they're looking around, instead of just saying, like, wow, what was it that was terrifying? It sounded like a car hitting the house or something. She specifically says, it sounded like someone slamming the couch on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly specific. Yeah. That would be something I would say, though. <laughs> Sounded like a barn owl getting stuck in a fender pipe or something. <laughs> Which is basically describes forms in the machine. <laughs> but, yeah, so that that is my favorite night. Because that's the first night you can't explain that. You can't come up with a reason, a reasonable explanation, any kind of scientific explanation for why that happened. And that's the night where I would, we're done. We're calling whatever the real life equivalent of Ghostbusters is. And I'm done with this shit. <laughs> Then there's the night that I was talking about where she stands next to the bed and then she goes downstairs and disappears for a little while. And Mika wakes up and then he goes downstairs. I don't. That's how he is in my head. And that's how he is. (laughs) And he goes downstairs and can't find her and realizes that their sliding glass door is open and goes outside and she's just sitting on their porch swing. Babe, what are you doing out here? It's freezing. It couldn't have been that cold. It's California. Their pool Uh. was uncovered. (laughs) Well, freezing for people in California, I'm sorry. That is true. That's very true. 71 degrees. They get up 
in the northern latitudes and you know like new york and it's freezing up there i can't cook an egg on the sidewalk it's freezing <laughs> I mean, I have relatives in north carolina that you know they go north and they're like oh my god it's so cold up here <laughs> That's, that's Vic's sister the one time was like it's really chilly here it's 65 degrees and we were like it's 22 here yeah unexpected snow day how much did you get oh like almost an inch yeah they closed school for an inch of snow <laughs> my mom drove into work one time when she was living in Florida whenever there was a skip of snow on the roads and they were like what are you doing here we're closed are you crazy <laughs> meanwhile and wherever we live <laughs> 12 inches of snow. If you're not here in half an hour, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Just one more quick tangent. My cousin lives in West Virginia, and the area that they live in doesn't get very much snow. And they got a ton of snow one time, and the only snowplow that they had for their city got ditched. <laughs> <laughs> they had to call a wrecker to come get it out. <laughs> and then he got stuck and had to call someone else. Soon they anyway. had the National Guard in there, and, <laughs> and then they fell over and sank into the swamp. <laughs> so anyway, that that to me is when metaphorically, if this movie was having a hard time holding my attention or anything, what like, movie is that from? Uh, Monty Python and the, the Holy, Holy Grail. Grail. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Okay. That one burned down, fell over, and then sank into the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> the fourth castle uh, or fifth, I don't know. <laughs> um, but like, that's the point where metaphorically, I would have like sat up in my seat and been like holy shit I'm engaged in this movie which I would have I was from the beginning like I said this movie is a little slow and the pacing I appreciate I just wish the filler in between the scary bits was a little better holy crap when it's good it is good that is terrifying they're both freaked out man that's creepy yep Mm -hmm. and then other stuff happened oh we were talking about um, her being out on the swing yes and so it was (laughs) uh, he said that it was super cold and then he went back inside to get her a blanket and whenever he went inside, the demon was, I don't know, tap dancing in their bedroom or something. I don't <laughs> I'm know. I'm going to on the bed. <laughs> I'm going to eat crackers in bed. <laughs> it had nothing to do with her. He just wanted the bed. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's constantly pulling her out of it. Guys are making me sleep up in the attic where there's a bunch of demons. insulation demons. <laughs> He runs upstairs with the camera. He's a lot braver than I am. I would have been like, fuck this shit, I'm out, and ran yeah. back out the door. But he runs upstairs towards it. Whenever he gets up there, Katie comes up behind him all stealthily and turns around and she's like, right there. Yeah, like ring style. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, also, this guy, he's super into his technology and his awesome camera and his firewire and his cool guitar. Yet he has a CRT TV. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Yep, he Big did. ass 300 pound tube TV. Pretty sure we had flat screens back then. Pretty sure. Yeah, but I mean, we had one of those TVs for a long time. But are you a day trader? <laughs> <laughs> that was just their bedroom TV. I'm sure that their downstairs TV was much nicer. Look, I had to look so hard to find a CR TV <laughs> to play Time Crisis oh, 2 on. Time Crisis. Because that's the only thing the fucking light gun works on. Yeah. It doesn't work on flat screens unless you get like a bunch of the shit. <laughs> to like hang up around it yeah, like you have to get a CRT TV which stands for cathode ray tube by yes, the way. I knew you were going to do that which well. stands for catheters ew <laughs> <laughs> TV catheter um, so yeah this is where my any I don't know any affection I had for the character of Mika which I didn't would have been gone at that point 
you cannot rationally explain anything that's happening. And he willfully endangers himself and his girlfriend, fiance, whatever, engaged to be engaged, so girlfriend, mm-hmm. by just ignoring it, flat out ignoring all of this. And I guess, because it's not like he didn't even talk about it, like he's in denial or Gotta something. Gotta see what the Dow's up today. But he's like, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't. Guys, I have a serious question. What is the day trader? They trade stocks, oh. like in the, in the stock market. Okay. But it's just like little trades here and there generate little bits of money. Okay. But they do enough of them that it can be lucrative if you're good at it. Yeah. Okay. Like, like Matt. That is my understanding of it. I have 5% in this paper company. I think it's going to turn a profit soon. Do you want it? And Max goes, yeah, all right. And I trade that. And then he gets it. And if he were Mika and it goes up crazy high or whatever, then he can sell that stock and make a profit off of it. Essentially, I'm not an expert, and I'm sure people listening to this and they're like, what? I'm sure there's some stock professionals listening to this. I promise you, I don't care. <laughs> I promise. I, well, I've dabbled see. in the stock market, and like, I know there's like short sales and <laughs> stop gaps email. or something. We're going to get an email with a step by step perfect process. It's like a proven algorithm. Please you're the only one. Me. You're the only one I felt comfortable giving this to. Well, and if we'll you're going to do it, then I have to do it because I don't want to be left out. So, yeah. So anyway, I took an economics class in high school economics. and I might have failed. I took an economics class. Oh, Basically, it's, it's like any other thing on earth. You buy something and if it goes up in value, you sell it. Mm. And if in a year it's not worth anything, then you're shit out of luck. I have a stock trading app and I have $15 worth of stock. <laughs> it's probably the stock that came with it when you got the app. <laughs> I think it's in Siri XM. <laughs> oh. So anyway, I was going to invest in VHS. I think that's going to take off again. So retro. <laughs> uh. I ordered a whole truckload of re, you know, re. What do you call that? Reconstitute. Like remand VCRs. Oh. <laughs> uh, refurbished. Refurbished. Yeah. <laughs> Remanded without bail VCRs. <laughs> Look, we're back to records now. Those VHSs are just around the corner. Yeah. Everybody's going to want Star Wars and fucking VHS again. <laughs> we just had a conversation uh. about that. <laughs> anyway. I kept my three Star Wars movies on VHS for the longest time. And then I finally looked at them and I'm like, I'm never going to fucking use these again. And right in the trash they went. You should have sold them. No. They're not worth that much. Oh my God. So anyway, I'm not a day trader. This is where, yes, that is our our best <laughs> approximation of what a day trader is. So this is when stuff starts to happen, and like our characters are. I couldn't give them away. That's the thing. Okay. <laughs> are you talking about whenever you moved? Uh, <laughs> like, no, it was before that. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, I asked around everywhere, and nobody fucking wanted them. Did you ask him? I don't remember now. <laughs> Would you have taken them? Uh, probably, but I wouldn't have done anything with them. <laughs> okay. Oh, happy days. They would have sat on a shelf, yeah. and then you would have been like, does anybody want these? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has a VCR player anymore. You sounded real old just then, VCR player. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think that's incorrect. <laughs> no. VCR, I don't know what that stands for. Video coded red tape player. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff starts to happen, and... This is where any pretense for real logic just goes out the frickin' window. Because Mika brings the Ouija board home that he borrowed. He didn't buy. And <laughs> he, 
they're yeah. getting she's getting ready for a date and she's coming down the stairs and she's like we're gonna go on a date it's, it's gonna so be long. super fun we're gonna have so much fun what the fuck is that <laughs> and like their arguments it's decent and i said this to kitty while we were watching it it's nowhere near as horrifyingly accurate as midsummer's arguments oh but yeah. the argument is it's all right and she's like i'm so mad at you and like you knew exactly what i'm like she's doing pretty good he's deserving every minute of it and he's she's an like, asshole I'm leaving and either you're coming with me or you're staying here. So figure it out. And walks out the door. <laughs> Very fair. I'm going to spend your money. Cut and then we'll... out. I don't... It's really chauvinistic. But I mean, it's, fair, it's true. But... She's a student. It, it seems like in this situation, it is true. Um, <laughs> well, then cut out me saying cut that out. <laughs> and that. And that. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm leaving it all. So they they leave instantly. The demons. Like, I'm gonna brush my butt up against these plants and walk over here and start fiddling around with this Ouija board. Oh shit! I set it on fire. <laughs> Which is exactly too the, hot. Too hot. What happened? I'm just gonna move this around to these letters. Oh god! And you hear him running away too, like a little kid. Oh shit! They're gonna be so mad. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> so, it, what does that make me think of the GI Joe fire thing, which we cannot reproduce here? Uh, <laughs> pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Don't tell mom. So then they come home and immediately, uh, you know, what's that expression we have in America? Eyes like a hawk. <laughs> she walks in and immediately spies the Ouija board like instantly like, what the fuck Mika what'd you do <laughs> knowing full well what the fuck he did oh I heard yeah so oh god she's super mad at him and what makes it up she says like you're gonna get rid of the camera I'm calling the demonologist we're done with all of this we're not doing this anymore and what makes what makes it all better is him standing on camera <laughs> saying he won't do the thing he just did. Oh yeah, and she believes she's like him. dog shames him. There was a, a two a two hour long gap between them coming yeah. home because they came home at like eleven thirty, and then at one thirty he turns the camera back on and he's I Mika swear that I won't yeah. makes him recite this contract and she's say it like you mean it. <laughs> yeah, she sounded like she was from Queens. Or Wilma Flintstone, maybe. <laughs> Say it like you mean it. <laughs> March Simpson sisters. <laughs> so for some reason that convinces her, and then everything's better. And then the next morning after she says, I don't want anything to do with that Ouija board, he goes, hey babe, come and have something to do with this Ouija board. <laughs> and she goes, oh. <laughs> and sits down and she starts talking to him. And everything's fine. Instantly... After saying, I don't want anything to do with it, and then sitting down and having something to do with it, she goes back to, I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> Get it away from me. So, yeah, that's... Give it back to whoever you borrowed it from, who's definitely going to be pissed that you burned the shit out of yeah. it. So that's when he starts Googling for Diane or Adina or whatever. He doesn't know what the Ouija board said. It's, yeah, he, he comes up with a list of different things it could be, and he tries to ask her, like, do you know anyone by this name or that name? And it's later on that he finds it. I don't understand the Ouija board either. I think he was trying to look at the camera. Yeah. And see where the, I don't the pointer. It's called Cursor. planchette. Whatever. Wherever the thing was pointing at and trying to decipher the message. But I also thought there was an image burned into it. 
There was something, yeah. Like it was it, like charred, yeah. It was weird. <laughs> which that wouldn't have, whatever. It's magical demons, but like it wouldn't have left that. Magical like, demons. Just, I don't, yeah, I don't think it they're magical. Like, She's an evil enchantress. She does evil dances. Well, they can use evil magic. Magic is not based on any kind of morality. Well, yeah, but I think but demons just thing. have magic. They're not oh, magical. I see what you're saying. So, well, like maybe fairies. Just, you know, there's no magical fairies. They're just fairies. Okay. So it's redundant of what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So the demon it's like uses saying hot magic lava. or cold. No, there is. No. Okay, never mind. Moving on. No, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, there was something too that he. I don't remember exactly what happened, but it was during the time when they were arguing, and then he comes on and he says all the stuff. Something happened, and I was like, "There's there would have been no time. Like there would have been no time for that to happen." This is why you take. Notes. Uh, I'm not sure. I know at one point he told her she's mad at him about all this rightly so yeah but also he's mad that she brought a demon into the house without telling him like this might happen yeah there he has some slight justification there he's got a point and because of that she's upstairs goat crying on the floor because she's like i shouldn't have brought a demon here and i'd be like yeah you shouldn't have (laughs) that's something you should tell people on he was now he was right on this one okay not on the first date Second, third day, it's starting to get serious. You might want to mention this to somebody. But when she does eventually mention it to him, whenever they're moving in together, he's like, ah, "You're crazy." <laughs> well, I think they've been together so, for a while. At that point, but yeah, I see. I I see both sides. If you know somebody, like if you know that somebody is skeptical, right, about things like that, like I don't know that I would. I would mention it. I would mention it. I right. Whenever Vic has gone for too long, I'm like, "There's ghosts in the house." <laughs> 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 so we did skip over a part that I actually really, really like, and that's the a very, very simple but very creepy effect of the baby powder on the floor with the footprints. It's really creepy and freaky because they're hearing these footsteps <laughs> all throughout the hallway, and then he puts baby powder on the floor, and she's like, you're going to clean it up. And Kenny and I both had the exact same comment, which was, if he walks out there in the middle of the night to pee, he is going to fall on his ass. Yeah. Because, like, baby powder on a slick floor. It would be like ice. You're done. <laughs> they actually... Isn't that what they use to uh, reduce friction for the, whatever that game's like shuffleboard or something, where they, like, throw the pucks out on the... the I don't know about that, right? but you put it in a baby's butt crack so their butt cheeks aren't rubbing together. Well, yes, it absorbs moisture. Being all moist. Yeah. I use it to absorb moisture and friction whenever i'm playing pool i put it on my hand so that the pool stick can i did slide. not know where that was going but anyway so it prevents chafing it does um which and it is would, an action of friction so anyway that's when they get this thing that goes stomp 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 right up to the bed and he's able to enhance the footage um which i also appreciate he doesn't actually enhance the footage like he doesn't say like i zoomed in and cropped this down and i enhanced <laughs> the pixels like he just says i cleaned it up a little bit and it looks like he cleaned it up a little bit he lightened it can up you and zoom zoomed in? in a tiny bit and <laughs> no. that was it can you zoom in yeah can you enhance <laughs> can you zoom in enough that i can see the reflection in this tiny bit of chrome on the side of this car <laughs> do you have any idea how powerful a camera i would need to have to take the picture that you're asking me to recreate <laughs> that's would... something else we learned from futurama you can't enhance an image if it's at its maximum resolution already <laughs> we can't enhance it it's that's as good as it is um, I, I really love that scene i love the the creepy the three-pronged toes that you see which I I also appreciate they didn't just make it a hoof, but that's kind of hard to... Looks like chicken feet. Big chicken feet. A little bit, yeah. One of the things that she said was, you do your powder thing, 
And if it doesn't work, then I'm calling the demonologist. Yeah. And then it runs through the powder and he's like, okay, it ran through the powder. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do some research. And she's like, no, 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 no. That was it. That was, that was your give me. And now I'm going to go and call, call the, the demonologist. demonologist. I think a bear trap worse. would have worked somewhat. <laughs> I'm going to go scare these mother. Oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, it was like a physical thing, right? <laughs> Apparently. And it was like literally living in their attic. But where do you buy a bear trap? There's another question. Where do you go to get bear traps? Uh, Army surplus store. Is that even a real thing, or is that just in cartoons and video games? <laughs> I've seen a bear trap in person, okay. not in the woods, set for something. <laughs> but they oh. had one at the, that the rangers would bring out whenever they were doing um, education. Where did you go to school? <laughs> this Yoki bear there. <laughs> this is how you get honey from a tree. <laughs> We literally Paul had a Bunyan week was there. where they taught us hunter safety for deer uh. hunting. And then we also, I was horrified whenever I learned that every school doesn't get off the Monday before Thanksgiving for hunting season because it's the first day of rifle. Some people listening to this are going to be like, yeah. And other people listening to this are going to be like, the fuck? Yeah. That's some redneck ass bullshit if I've ever heard it. Uh. I went so. to college and they didn't have that Monday off and I was like, what? <laughs> college is this? An actual college, ma'am. I don't, and I don't understand the logic there. She says, you're going to do this powder thing, and if it doesn't work, I'm calling the demonologist. So if it works and proves that there's a demon in our house, I won't call him. Yeah. The logic, just the conversations in this movie, watch, watching it now. What the hell are you trying to prove? What are you saying? What's the deal here? What drugs are you on? What is working and what's not working? Like, set these things up before you get into this arrangement. Was he right? Did it work? Did it not work? What's the, I don't know. And then is that the night that he goes back the hallway and sees that the the attic door is shifted? Yes. Yeah. It and that's it's kind of a creepy scene because he's there's footsteps leading in, but there's nothing leading out. Holy shit! Like that's terrifying. Yeah. There's so many times in this movie that I'm, I start to get bored, frustrated with the logic, and frustrated with their conversations, and then stuff like that pulls me right back in. And oh my god, that's terrifying. And then you get pulled right back out because I'm going up in the attic. Yeah, she's like, and she's like, like no, please don't go up there. Please don't go up there. No, please, no, please. Hey, Mike, I need don't go up there, please. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm not going to. Just hold on, I'm going to. Yeah. And goes up into the attic because he sees something from 15 feet away. Exactly. If I looked around my attic, I'd be like, Yep, there's shit up here. Yeah, I would have been like, Oh yeah, squirrel must have dragged over. that in. There's an old burnt leaf over there you talk like. about me not going up there after i come back down from going up there. <laughs> <laughs> Look where shut I up <laughs> but again like here's this picture and she's like no you couldn't have found that up there that you know it doesn't exist and where'd you find it it was above our bed but that's when stuff starts to get really terrifying why didn't they call a priest i don't why didn't they go to a church <laughs> well that's okay. something anything and that's where the writing in this movie is really weird at times because that's right when we're all saying the same okay he can't deny it anymore they're seeing terrifying things happening <laughs> they should call a priest and then he's inexplicably oh i figured out what it was trying to tell us and i found this and that's the thing you were referencing earlier i found this report for the 1960s or whatever with the same exact thing happened to another woman and look what happened to her for some reason we have footage she died yeah and she was like super <laughs> fucked up by the end of it yeah it's basically like here's our discount exorcist remake yeah she got fucked up and died because they called a priest in yeah and that's, oh he, that's right he uses that as logic well obviously a priest can't help you <laughs> yeah like one time i took my brakes in to get them fixed and I remember I didn't have a car. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, you're not using any kind of logic here. What? What's the point of this? Oh, no. 
There's just so many times in this movie that I was whatever. It doesn't matter. The writing in this movie bothered me a lot is the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> We've been watching Evil and I just mm. kept thinking about Leland. <laughs> <laughs> Him coming shoveling into their room. <laughs> I bet you thought I was going to go away, but I'm not. I'm here. Let's talk about things that make you feel uncomfortable. I'm going to push my glasses up and adjust to my bow tie. Does he say that? Yeah. <laughs> he says everything it's, in a sort of nice, but sort of ominous comedic way. that he like crawled into their bedroom and is like, I'm still here. <laughs> he doesn't actually. No. Sorry. I haven't seen it yet. No. <laughs> no. What actually does I was thinking about watching Evil, but now I'm not sure. <laughs> character named George is really, really good. He's Oh, good. I love that character. Everything he says is like really, really offensive. I don't. I, I, it doesn't matter. But everybody tells me I would like certain shows or certain movies because the asshole character in those shows or movies reminds them of me. <laughs> Not in this case. <laughs> oh, I remember one time you told me that you didn't like Friends because you hated Chandler, and I was like, "That's funny. You remind me of Chandler." Yeah. <laughs> I was. What's that? What's on Netflix now? Is super popular that Academy show or whatever? Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy. Oh. I was told to watch that because I'm reminiscent of the asshole sibling. Klaus? No, the guy that never takes his ninja armor off. The big hairy guy? Mm, there's the really huge guy. The massive guy. Uh-huh. And then the guy he's kind of always at odds with. So yeah, anyway, <laughs> stuff starts happening and stuff's just getting really real and she says she's going to call the demonologist and then she does and wouldn't you know it, darn he's, he's out, out of, of the country. Johan went to and the Frugaldorf. Yeah, I don't know. So they, <laughs> Where's Johan from? That's not necessarily German. At this point, they decide that they're going to plead with Dr. whatever his name was. Friedrichs. Yes. For, I don't know if that was his name, but whatever. Then he comes back, and for five minutes, he's like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like being here. I'm leaving. And I must say. I must say you're really haunted. I must say. <laughs> I really believe I'm agitating this demon, but then again, I'm not. Yeah. It would have been funny if he, if he walked in, immediately looked at Mika, and been like, I told you not to mess with shit. And just leave. <laughs> that would have been, yeah, This better. is on you. The <laughs> I wish he would have. <laughs> yeah. Did a gib smack across the back of his head. <laughs> he leaves and he's, you know, I can't be here. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that you're taken care of, but I can't be here. And then he leaves. Then I think that night is they're sleeping upstairs and it comes up and it pulls the covers off of her leg. Like it's testing to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Boop, boop. It pulls the covers off. <laughs> and then it leaves. Whoosh, it but like, then what night? Was it the next night it dragged her out of bed? Yeah, I think oh my God. Night. That is terrifying. Yeah. That is absolutely terrifying. And I kept thinking about what I would do if that happened to me. And I just don't know. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I think I would immediately start violently fighting. I thought you were to say I would start violently vomiting. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if I wasn't fully awake, I would just start, I don't know, yeah, I mean, kicking and you know, swinging and stuff. Oh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, when this movie is, when it, when it gets going and it gets to its scary parts, it is scary. And that is a part where her, her acting, his reaction to it, the, the effects, they're so simple, but they work really well. Her getting pulled out, it almost like a shark tugging her once and then tugging her again to get her out of bed and her waking up and realizing what's going on. And like Mika, Mika, it grabbing her and really pulling her and her really getting terrified. How is that like a shark? Have you never seen Jaws? I have. There's a part. It was just last year I saw it for the first time. It's not a real shark. In the very beginning. Yeah, Jaws was not a real shark. Right. But do you know in the beginning where she's like, I'm going to go swimming. And she's in the water. And she gets pulled down once. And then again. And then she gets pulled down. and doesn't come back up again. 
I mean, if we're really giving loose parameters to this comparison, yeah. Yeah, okay. You know that what wasn't I noticed? a real shark. It wasn't. It wasn't. I think fact. actual shark attacks are a little different. <laughs> uh, they are known to test things before they actually eat them. But they usually do, they boop boop with their snoot. And their teeth. Mostly teeth. I think he did Sequest after Jaws, which is ironic. <laughs> I think he was captain of Sequest because of Jaws, and he was like down there to hunt sharks. We should really get back to this podcast. We should. Anyway. I don't. Oh, yeah. You were comparing so, to it. This is your fault. I feel like I've heard of and seen different shark attacks represented usually in like. I've seen years. a lot of different shark attacks. I've tried to look up an actual video of a shark attack and they're always, it's like watching Bigfoot. Like it's very grainy. It's moving around everywhere and you hear somebody scream and like, that's it. You should, probably because the people who took these videos were like, oh fuck. And then they threw their camera down and went probably. to go help the fucking person. You know what you should do next? Try and see if you can find a, a video of someone actually having a heart attack. <laughs> I'm sure you have just as much luck as that. <laughs> Masochist <laughs> I've looked for people who are dying on video. I wanted to see videos of a legitimate shark attack because we watch the shallows, we watch 47 meters down, all this other shit, and I'm like, what is it? It turns out it doesn't really look like much of anything. It doesn't. It's usually someone getting yanked once, and then either the shark is like, oh, my bad, or it's like, I'm still going to eat you. Or, well, the taste bite was enough that it killed the person. Or that. Because that happens a lot too. <laughs> Do they taste bite their head? What? <laughs> I think there are some killer sharks in history, but like sharks will like take a bite of human and then realize they don't like it or that it's not, but that bite is sometimes lethal. Like your leg comes off or, you know, (laughs) it just pops right off. I mean, you got arteries, you got arteries everywhere. I don't want to joke about this because I am terrified of getting killed by sharks. Legitimately. (laughs) It would be like, Oh my God. So we should do Jaws at some point. But anyway, um, because that's no. legitimately, <laughs> let's talk about phobias. There are three different types of main, three main types of phobias when it comes to the water. And I have all of them. So, I hate sharks. I hate crocodiles and alligators. <laughs> Let me finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> changing in and diaper is like changing a crocodile. It is. It's awful. It's like changing crocodile <laughs> Dundee. Um, so anyway. You just got to wrap tape around his mouth so he can't open it. That's it. <laughs> 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 How do I fix the barrel rolling? <laughs> tape. Take them down. I think if you tape their mouth and flip them on their back and rub their belly, I think they stop doing stuff. That might have been in a dream I had once. But <laughs> Don't do sure that. The tape thing. Don't tape do advice. that. Do not engage an alligator on my advice. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're going to, like, get engaged to an alligator, probably still don't do that. <laughs> but anyway, getting back to this movie, it pulls her out of the bed, and, like, it just kind of, like, teases a couple of times by, like, it pulls her once, and then pulls her out of the bed, and then gives her a second to, like, feel like she's going to get up, and then it grabs her and pulls her down the hallway, and it's terrifying. It's absolutely horrifying, and the door slams. Like a shark. Like a shark. And there's this feeling of helplessness. And then he runs over to the captain and they get out three different barrels. And they're surprised that it's going to take three barrels, but it takes three barrels. Gets his M1 Grand and his oxygen tank. And <laughs> Just imagine the yellow barrel slamming around their hallway. Getting <laughs> <laughs> pulled down their stairs. Like a ping pong ball. <laughs> we should... Um, and I feel like we legitimately can't make fun of shark attacks because that happens to people. And it is horrific. It is awful. Like, we... We joke about a lot of stuff on this podcast, and we have a little snippet in the beginning where Kitty explains that, like, we're not doing this because 
we don't care. We're doing this because we care a lot and we use comedy to alleviate some of our sadness about this. I and guess. it's tragic, but far away. <laughs> but we are all, well, maybe not so much Kitty, but Max and I are terrified of getting eaten by sharks, which is why someday we will and go alligators. on. And alligators. Which is why someday we'll go and we'll face our fears. <laughs> Max you will promised not do that. me. You will do that. You oh, promised me. It's going to end up like 47 meters down. What? I have to be dead for you to do this. I'm I don't want to be in a shark tank with her dead body that's, floating around. That's a very specific <laughs> line in your will. <laughs> it's going to raise a lot of eyebrows. As soon as I'm dead, my body goes in the ocean. <laughs> the police are going to be investigating and be like, wait, she died before you fed her to the sharks. Like, yes. Here, it's all, it's all in this will. We have a video. <laughs> anyway, shark attacks are... They're not something that... <laughs> we're not making light of them because we don't think that they're a legitimate thing. How are we going to face these fears? We're going to go... I'm not going to be somewhere where there's an alligator and nothing between it and me. We're going to go somewhere where we can pit an alligator and a shark together and we're going to sit in the water and watch them go. <laughs> That's no danger. Well, I mean, it might be, but... I laughed so hard my back hurt. We're gonna go. At some point, we're gonna go swim with sharks. But Hopefully, some have... of our listeners are pooping themselves while they're driving to work. <laughs> Depends on what they ate first. Honestly, might not have anything to do with podcast. Alligator beef. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about this more later. But anyway, so she comes back to the bedroom. They curl up on the. They bed. come flying back to the bedroom together, and it is terrifying. It is awful because throughout the entire movie, they're like, let's go somewhere else. We can go somewhere else. And they're like, we, f- we can't go anywhere else. It's going to follow me. It doesn't yeah. matter. We can't go anywhere else. That would be horrifying. It would. And finally, they agree. She says, I can't spend another night here. And he says, yeah, we're getting the fuck out of this house. He finally gets with the fucking program. Starts thinking with his big boy brain. But at one point she says, let's just go drive around. And I was like, I support that idea because yeah. the thing like can't run after the car, can it? It's like, kind of like it follows. Like, <laughs> Just go drive around for a while. <laughs> Get a motel and shut the freaking door. Like, Imagine pulling out of the driveway. The front door slams. You hear, thump, 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 thump. go, 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 go. Oh, God. Too fast. <laughs> so, yeah. She's all like, let's go. We can go. We can leave the house. And he's like, okay, but look, let me see that thing on, the, on your back. And like, props to them. That looked really good. That prosthetic, whatever they used to make her back look fucked up and looked like a bite it looked really good and then she goes upstairs to take a nap while he's packing the car and then she's i'm not going now it's okay i think i think we'll just be okay here if we stay here it'll be better if we stay yeah i think she's possessed at that point yeah i'm pretty sure that it reverse vampired itself into her don't think about that too hard bit holes into her and then like shadow melded itself into her bite wound ew i did have a dream like that once ew it was awful yeah i i frequently had dreams about getting infected from a bite from something that like infected its consciousness consciousness into me i just have dreams about pregnant ladies rolling down <laughs> that's worse somehow this is like something out of midsummer it really does it happened in my dream last <laughs> night it was so weird <laughs> it's uh the hill rolling tower one. <sighs> so now we you know they go to bed I don't know how either of them... Well, I know how she's sleeping, but I don't know how you can lay down and go to bed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fuck that. Especially, because like, that was in, like, the middle of the afternoon. Like, by the end of the day, he's freaked out, because she's continuously being like, Hey, babe, do you want dinner? It'll be okay. Everything will be okay. Okay. Do you want to watch a movie? It'll be okay. Manae, manae, taka. Satana, satana. So chicken, then? <laughs> Tikka marsala, got it. <laughs> so they go to bed, and she wakes up and stands... 
for an uncomfortably long amount of time next to the bed. Two hours, about. And then goes downstairs. I like the Simpsons episode where Marge does that to Homer. <laughs> he goes to pee in the bathroom and she's just like standing there like staring at him. But it's like four hours. And he's like standing there just peeing the whole time. Like, For four hours? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Yeah, I was just thinking this movie would be better if the downtime moments were The Simpsons. <laughs> just them watching episodes of the Simpsons. Yeah. I, I told you not to get be... the Ouija board. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> Why you little? <laughs> Bart. So she goes downstairs and again, like when this movie is scary, holy crap, because she goes downstairs and just lets out this blood curdling scream. I mm-hmm. have one more Simpsons reference. Oh, go ahead. The reference. demons in the corner going, excellent. And <laughs> bringing the Ouija board in. Excellent. <laughs> um, Sorry. Continue. So she lets out this scream, and he, he's like, "Katie, what?" And then, admittedly, it gets a little cheesy because he goes, "Katie, what?" And goes downstairs. And goes, ah, ah. And he goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I watch it with the not the credits on subtitles subtitles yeah. I, like, I imagine that she put baby powder at the bottom of the stairs and then just stood there holding nothing some type shit and he came running down and started to slide he saw what was going to happen but couldn't stop it just went oh my god <laughs> right before he put it out of the knife uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, and then we have arguably my most hated scene in this entire movie. Wait. Spoiler alert. Spoiler well, alert. I have it marked like the body hitting the camera was cool. That was cool. Um, but it took her a long time to like I tried to count those stairs once and she climbed those stairs for like, 30 seconds. Well, she's being puppeted by a demon, so maybe he's just like While she was possessed, <laughs> she moved real slow. That's true. Maybe she like took a step down once in a while. Like, <laughs> it was like oh, the shit. guy from, from Men in Black in the oh. Earl suit. <laughs> yeah. Wearing a Katie suit. Yeah. <laughs> she was down there drinking sugar water first. And then, uh... So she gets to the top of the stairs. And again, that sound design of that thing walking up the stairs is creepy. Yeah. Like it's a well, deep, it was her. Bassy th- well, yeah. I mean, but like the sound, it had the same sound throughout mm. the entire movie. And finally, mm. once it possesses her, even though she doesn't and have... And the low humming noise. And yes. the low humming noise. That's what it says on the credits. Not the credits. The subtitles. <laughs> Subtitle credits. Subtitle credits. And then she flings his body into the camera. A really expensive camera connected by a firewire. Yeah, that's right. But first. And then... But first. Yep. Hind her out. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then she sniffs his body and then like does a weird golem thing up to the camera that's supposed to freak us out. And like, oh, it's scary. But it was good when she just looked up at the camera and smiled. That's where it should have ended. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to talk about this when we give our ratings. All it's, right. Yes. Super cheesy. Ending. That's how the movie ends. And then the movie thanks the families of Mika and Katie. Yes. For letting them make a movie out of this shit. And... So that was one ending. <clears throat> I, yeah, I did hear there were some other endings. There is an alternate ending where Katie just walks back upstairs and then sits there rocking back and forth for like 16 hours so she goes up and she's uh like rocking against the bed for a really long time her friend comes over because they can't get a hold of her 
Uh, and she finds Mika's body and she freaks out and runs away. And then they call the police. She calls the police and then the police come. And <laughs> it's kind of sad because those two police officers are the best actors in the entire movie. And they <laughs> cut that ending out of the movie because <laughs> they're walking through the house, looking through the house and looking around. And like, as they get to the bedroom, she stands up with a knife and they say, drop the knife. And then the demon's like, hee hee and slams the door at the end of the hallway, which makes them shoot her because cops are apparently really jumpy in this movie. And they shoot her. Because she's waving the knife. Yeah, she's walking at them with the knife going, Mika? Mika? And then it slams the door behind them and they shoot her. And that's how it ends. She's dead. They go and investigate the room where the demon just ran into because they're trying to figure out who slammed the door and they can't find anyone. And then the movie ends and says, it says Mika and um, Katie, Katie, RIP, and says our thoughts and prayers go out to them kind of thing. I prefer that ending, personally. I like dark endings and I also didn't need any more of these movies. So I would have much preferred that ending. I liked it a lot more. For those of you who don't no. <clears throat> in the first ending that I was describing, she does that creepy golem thing that Victor said up to the camera, and then they do a final attempt at a jump scare. Yes. Her face turns all ghosty and comes rushing at the camera. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't fit the tone of the movie at all no. because it wasn't made with this movie. It it's was some made, super weak sauce bullshit. It was made way after, months after this movie came out because the studios realized it was making money. We want to try to punch this up a little bit. So studios got in and made it super generic. And they also le- left it open to make sequels. It so, was making $190 million. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's walking around money. but <laughs> That's enough money to buy a town to walk around in. I would probably do that. (laughs) But I'm the only one who's allowed to live there. Because you get freaked out when you're here by yourself. But when I go somewhere and there's nothing there but me, I'm like, this is nice. Hey, demons, it's me, you boy. (laughs) (laughs) I would hire a bunch of actors to do the same thing every day. Just so I could be like in my own episode of The Truman Show. (laughs) Groundhog Day. Hi, Victor. Oh, hi, Bob. (laughs) I like your car, Bob. Give it to me. Okay, Victor. (laughs) I guess we should go through our ratings. Um, Yep. Let's start with... I don't care. All right, so... Favorite part of the movie. My favorite part of the movie is probably... You wanted to go first. I know. I had it, and then we burped, and it... That's not a euphemism. (laughs) (laughs) That's like Uh, that one night I had diarrhea, but it went away. (laughs) But that worried me, because it doesn't just go away. Like, it went somewhere. It was probably gas. That was probably (laughs) what you were experiencing. My favorite part of the movie was whenever Katie got pulled out of the bed. Mm. My favorite part was night 13, whatever that was, when the the thing runs out of the bedroom and the door Mm. slams. Yeah, that would have freaked me out more than anything else. Like, even the flaming Ouija board, I'm okay with. Like, mm. well, I mean, not okay with it, but... Right. I just imagine super glittery rainbow Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> flaming Ouija board. <laughs> My favorite part was probably, like, them using a lot of practical effects just to make this feel a lot more real. And it was low budget, and that made them have to be creative. And I really appreciate that they were, and that it looked really good. My least favorite part of the movie <laughs> was Mika <laughs> being such a gaslighting tool the whole time. My least favorite part was any part that wasn't happening at night. Yeah. About an hour and 15 minutes of the movie was my least favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> it, like I said, I really love the when this movie's good, it's really good. And when it's not, it's really not. 
and I cannot stand the writing just to get them where they need to be. Like, oh, we can't have them ha- like bring the specialist in too early. So what are we gonna do? We'll just have them not do it. Like, okay, but like, isn't there like a demon? Yeah, but like they'll just not do it. Okay, and then <laughs> like they're gonna have a deal where if this thing goes wrong, then they're gonna bring a demonologist in, and it's gonna go wrong. But then they're not gonna do it. Okay, like it's just. It's stupid, and it bothers me a lot. Indeed. Was that your least favorite part? Yes. Okay. The writing. Just the writing and the stupid <clears throat> logic was my least favorite part. The scariest part for me, I think, was when the demon steps on the powder and then walks into the room, and it's just standing next to the bed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you do see the footprints materialize, don't you? And it's just standing there. And I guess continued to stand there. Yeah. Even after they went out. Yeah. My scariest part was night 13. Night 13. Okay. That'd be a great name for a movie by itself, Night 13. <laughs> New band name, I call it. Um, <laughs> so it's, I was having a really hard time picking this because there's two that I think are, are really, really freaky. You only um, get one. Everybody gets one. But since I already talked about one earlier, for me, the scariest part in this is when they have their fight. <laughs> She's goat crying upstairs, as Max said. Um, and he goes up to comfort her. And then they're, they're doing something and the uh, picture breaks. And Ooh. they're looking at it and oh, says, right. like, why did my face get scratched? <clears throat> And then she's, it's here. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, what, what's going on? He's still that stupid. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it's here. I can feel it breathing on me. And you hear this, and her hair moves. Oh, God. That's right. I forgot, I forgot about, about the part. hair thing. It's oh. freaky because that's the first time anything like that happens during the day. Yeah. And that's when you know this thing's like, fuck you guys. I can I do whatever I want. That. And there was one part where he was, since when does this stuff happen during the day? And since you brought all these fucking cameras yeah. into the house. So for me, that's the creepiest It's part. just the one it's camera, the one actually. <laughs> that's, that's when you know this thing is just can do whatever it wants, and it's just messing with you because it was just there. Gets so freaky to me. All right. So. Overall ratings first? Yeah. Um, overall rating, I'm going to give it a six. Four. <sighs> that's really hard. I'm, I'm going to split the difference and say five. Five out of ten. Of an overall movie. All right. I'm going to split the diff. Uh, scariness, I give it a seven and a half. Oh, okay. Scariness, if we're just counting the scary parts, I'll give it a nine. All right. They were good. They were well done. Yeah. <laughs> we should start writing these down because now it just sounds, now I sound like the idiot who's like looking at a menu and someone orders something and they very respectfully is like, I'll have that as well. That sounds good. And really they were like, what the fuck am I going to get? I was going to say eight. For, for If we're going, like when this movie is scary, it is one of the scariest movies I have ever seen. And it still makes me really freaked out because I can't help but empathize with them and it freaks me out. So I was going to give it an 8 out of 10. Okay, cool. For scariness. Wait, we did overall and scary rating. Those are the two that we do. Oh. And... I know how this goes. (laughs) (laughs) There was was this this one part in Lights Out because... We did Lights Out and Mama whenever COVID first yes. hit, and oh, then dear. we took a very long hiatus we did. in between, and there's a conversation that you and I have during Lights Out where you're like, it's so hard to pick a movie whenever it's your turn because you're not going to get to pick again for three weeks, and I was like, yeah, but the three weeks go by really quick, and then it was like six months before we recorded again. Yeah. <laughs> and it was my movie, was, was the very next movie. one. You said that, and COVID rolled up its sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I cracked up so hard. And initially I was going to delete it, but they're like, no, that's too funny. I'm leaving it in. (laughs) Well, it's my night tonight, bitches. Just you wait and see. I got a good one for you. Also Um, hoes. 
so bitches and hoes. We got hoes in the this inclusive. house. Hoes in this house. We didn't go over some of the housekeeping stuff at the beginning. Um, you can reach us on Facebook. You can reach us on our email, which is houndsofhorrorpod at gmail.com. We have a Patreon set up. Yes. We have Instagram. We got all that cool shit, so go and check us out. We are now on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts. We're all on those Spotify things. now? Yeah. Wow. So um, That's a thing that people know. Yeah. yeah. I know what that is. <laughs> so... We also would really, really appreciate it if you guys would subscribe, download our episodes, share with your friends. Those are ways that you can help us out that doesn't cost you anything but just a smidge of your time. And if you give us a five-star rating on iTunes, we will read some of those ratings on our podcast, especially if you make them super interesting. So... The more interesting the comment, the more inclined I will be to read it. Yes. And That's where I spend even... most of my time on the internet is reading the comments section for funny things. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be relevant to the podcast. No. <laughs> Just a funny comment. Yeah, so there's all of those things. Yes, and thank you so much for listening. It really does. It means a lot to us. We joke a lot about, you know, we're self-deprecating and also whatever it's called when we deprecate on you guys. <laughs> I think it's called defecating. <laughs> <laughs> that was Thank you. Anyway, I appreciate that. Uh, but we do really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we really hope that you are enjoying it. We're having a blast just doing what we've always done, talking about horror movies. It is fun. We really hope that you guys are enjoying it. Because we've been doing this for but we don't 20 know something if you guys years. are enjoying it unless you rate us. So please, please give us a rating and let us know what you think of the podcast. Stop begging them. Jeez. No, pretty please. I'm begging. <laughs> Kitty's begging. You guys sound like Katie now. I'm pleading. <laughs> please, please, please rate the, please please write in the comments. Please, 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 please. I'm not going to write the podcast. I'm just going to go write the podcast. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right, so what movie are we doing, Max? Oh, 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 oh. I don't like the sound of yes, that. Yes, I am all a jiggle with this one. I, I found this little gem on Netflix. It is a 2020 movie. Oh, boy. Yeah, it is this year. Oh, I know what it is. I think. I, I'm, Why don't you just sit there and be quiet? Can I tell? I was, can I tell them what it is? Because no, I know what it fine. is too. Just say it. His house. Yes, it's going to be his house. His house. That's on the middle it, of the street. <laughs> you guys are ruining my thing. I was so excited to pick this movie. He it has, has been brick. six months and three weeks since I could do a fucking movie. That's right. That's actually I'm so glad I ruined it for you. <laughs> yes, we are watching his house, and it is. It's so good. Vic and I started watching it, and then yes. our lives happened, and it we was, yeah. had to it, stop watching it. It was super engaging, though. It was. Just got pulled away, but I'm excited to have a, a better, more of a reason to watch it now. Yeah, it, it. Thank yeah. you for forcing us to watch it. Yes. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Because I don't know about you guys, but I take Max's recommendations very seriously, unless it's about food. Specifically, I'm into strange menu items. Yes, specifically putting certain sauces on certain foods that routinely give you. Horrible bowel movements, but yet it's done continuously for some reason. He likes the spice. Oh, my personal eating habits. Yes. Yeah. I, well, I like pickled jalapenos. There you go. Oh, God. My butt doesn't like them. <laughs> I'm sorry. No one's going to want to listen to my this. My mouth is watering right now thinking about pickled jalapenos. <laughs> thinking about watering? your butt? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. We my butt's like, it's just out. more diarrhea. <laughs> We're pretty used to it by now. What's a little more tired? <laughs> You should really see somebody about that. <laughs> All right. 
So tune in next week for our review of his house. Um, it will be. Oh it is God. just his house. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that time I was in Blockbuster and I found a movie that was called Vampires, spelled with a Z. I was like, oh dear. <laughs> There is a movie, I think it's on Netflix, it's Vampires vs. the Bronx or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I imagine I've, a bunch of like really no. like tough New Yorkers being like, we don't have vampires in our town. I picture it being like that dinosaur episode of Mystery Science Theater. Yes. Where they get like cocaine to go fight dinosaurs. Yes. People yes. in the Bronx don't fuck around and I feel like they would win. Uh, I feel like vampires wouldn't have much of a chance there. Mm-mm. Not in the Bronx. <laughs> Forget about 30 days of night. <laughs> I mean, Jackie Chan had a hard time in the Bronx. That should tell you something. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Like I said, tune in next time for our review of his house. Love you. Bye. Bye.